0: Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Just got done watching uh, the Purdue-Illinois game uh, in Champaign. Purdue dropping a low-scoring game, 66-58, which is pretty much the opposite of what we predicted would happen. We thought it would be a shootout, or at least we thought Purdue would have to, you know, go. High-paced game, but a lot of misses. Yes, well, both teams really struggled shooting. Uh, and a lot of turnovers. So, uh, where to begin? This was not a pretty game to watch.
1: No, I don't think anyone would argue that. I think it's the stats are going to be a little bit deceiving, right? Because the stats give this the impression as like I'm going to try to approach this neutrally and then approach this as a Purdue fan neutrally. The stats make the score makes this game seem closer than it appeared. Yeah. Right. Like you, Illinois dominated almost every phase of the game. They had less turnovers, more rebounds. More They assists, shot a better more, percentage. More assists. Less fouls. The the big thing if if Cobert doesn't go like 0 for eight from the free throw line, this is 6. a 15 point loss. 0 for six. Mm-hmm. This is a 15 point loss. Well, right? and I mean, so. you
0: look at the if you just look at the first half in general, right? Like Illinois. I mean. Illinois only scored 33 points in the first half right for this Illinois team to only score 33 points on a poor shooting percentage in the first half is that takes a lot right that could have easily been 45 points in the first half oh yeah uh so Purdue caught a couple of breaks early on they 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 went on a great run to start the half where they actually took like a four-point lead uh and they looked good and then all of a sudden I mean momentum Came just, back to earth. momentum yeah. just completely shifted once once and it just stayed that way
1: um yeah, yeah Purdue's
0: so, largest lead was 6 when they were up 39-33 coming out of the second half. It was yeah. uh and it was pretty much all Brandon Newman, right, who led the team yeah. who led Purdue I mean, tied with Trevion Um it was, for points on It the was the
1: fewest season. first half points for Purdue this season. Yeah. And we hit 10 turnovers, which is kind of the margin you don't want to exceed mm-hmm. with 11 minutes left in the game. Finished with 20 fouls and 14 turnovers. Yeah,
0: uh, the second half wasn't. I mean, the first half wasn't pretty, but the second half was somehow rest pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Despite the nice run, the thing I would I'd like to say. I mean, this Illinois team. I I expected my realistic realistic expectations for this game were was that Illinois would would win, just because I don't think per, this per two team matches up with him well at all right you look at Coburn he's bigger than Travion right he's more athletic he's stronger right so he can defend Travion purely just because of his physicality and then Travion his greatest asset which is you know finesse doesn't really work against a guy that has two or three inches on him and is a really good shot blocker so Travion struggled and then you know our guards I don't know. I don't know how to describe this. The way that Purdue plays, right? It's a lot of passing around the top of the key, getting Double guys open versus by, by like screens and whatnot. Whereas that didn't that it didn't work tonight, and it doesn't work against a team like Illinois because they they have so many guards that are like irritants, right? They get up in your face. They get a lot of steals, et cetera, et cetera. They're athletic, even though they may not be the best defenders. They still disrupt at least what Purdue is trying to do, and and you see that in you know the fourteen turnovers.
1: I think also the the watching this game together, we were, we were nursing this and looking at the stats after seven for sixteen from three is perfectly acceptable. Oh yeah, honestly, but it was, it was the, the amount th- of just chucked up, missed, just bad shot selection, layups, and mid range jumpers. Now I know why our field goal percentage is is, is so bad consistently, right? I mean, it's because you think, man, like, why are we shooting almost the same from three as Mm. as from two? These should be layups and dunks. Yeah, but they're bad layups and dunks, number one. And number two, it's a lot of very inefficient two-point jumpers that are, like, thrown up at the end of the shot clock. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hunter is is the, the main proponent of this, him and Thompson a little bit where they get a little bit panicked, maybe produce down a few points. They try to, like, beat the first dude, but they don't really beat him clean, so he's still on his hip. Mm. And then they try to, like, just stop on a dime and throw up a jumper, and it either ends up in a miss or Hunter got called for traveling a couple times. Yeah, uh, it, it just looks panicked, and it's it's not... Well and it also leads Proper.
0: it also leads to these these runs where Purdue, like, you know, they'll have a good five minute stretch where they'll they'll go on a run like they did coming at a half. And then, you know, one of Turn those bad shots completely lets the air out of the balloon and then they go cold for five to ten minutes, right? And and that's the that's the problem with this team right now is that they just can't sustain anything for periods, you know, for yeah, long was, enough periods of time. Because right? here's the thing, if they obviously the, the pace that they had coming out of halftime was unrealistic to, to keep it going because they were shooting yeah. an absurd percentage, et cetera, et cetera, right? But if you can do even like a third, two thirds of what they were doing there, you will be golden going forward, right? Because they had all the momentum. They had a six point lead. They looked good, gaining confidence. And then again, one or two bad shots on their part and one or two made shots for Illinois. And then all of a sudden, just complete a momentum swing. And unfortunately, that's just it's something that really can't happen in college basketball where momentum and swings are so common, but also like important.
1: Yeah. And I think that it just, I don't know. I was watching this game and I, I mentioned this to you while we were watching Purdue doesn't have a single player mm. who who does what Curbelo does. Yeah. I, I really like what he does. He's for a freshman and you can, and he's going to improve obviously, he is exactly what you want in a freshman in a guard. guard. Yeah. He's he's athletic enough that he can get Maneuver. to the rack. His yeah. ball handling is fantastic, right? He's a willing passer, and he's enough of a threat from three that guys have to come up and guard him. Like, one play, Sasha steps up to him, and he just completely got just crossed out of his shoes. Mm-hmm. And then it's just Travion can't guard both the dive man. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he already has basket, enough of a handful
0: right? in Coburn. He cannot. yeah, yeah he, so can't he has switch to choose
1: and either it's a free layup, right? From Cabello or a dunk yeah. from Coburn. Or it's an alley-oop dunk. And that's yeah. what happened multiple times.
0: Well, and that's why I think Purdue just doesn't match up with this, this Illinois team, yeah. right? Because I, they, because Edie, Edie is still way too raw and too, and not strong enough, right? That he can match up with Coburn. Cause obviously he has the height advantage on Coburn, but Coburn can just bully that, bully him. <laughs> You know, Because he's just he's just
1: bigger and stronger. The thing is, Coburn doesn't demand possessions, right? You look at Travion. Travion is the destination for possessions because mm-hmm. we have to get him the ball. He has to work. Well, and and Travion's, man, Yeah,
0: Travion's right? points come from him doing post moves, right? Whereas Coburn's dun- points come from dunks, layups, and pick putbacks. and roll, right? Yeah, like and pick and roll, right? Like you don't have to give him the ball for
1: ten seconds. He's at the just shot clock. a machine on the glass. Like he, he just single-handedly gives them so much yeah and they had two guys with
0: with ten boards yeah uh, him and uh and Williams. Devontae Williams yeah yeah and and the thing is like the scary part is their best player in my opinion Ayuda sunmu he didn't had, even have that he, insane five, he, he, he he was five of thirteen had 12 points right which is a pretty pedestrian game for some for someone as good as him Right, and I'll give credit to you know the guards for Purdue that were guarding him. Newman was playing good defense on him in the second half, so I'll give credit there. I mean, it wasn't Newman played good in general. It wasn't Purdue's best effort, but again, even with their best, with a you know less than stellar effort, they only lost by eight to an Illinois team. That I mean, again, you can say they didn't play well, which they didn't, but to lose only by eight to an Illinois team, again. It's important to note ranks number 15. And I think they'll obviously get... They're going to be better as the season goes on because they were preseason, like, top
1: five, if I'm not they're mistaken. They're going to be better. They, they uh, might win the Big Ten.
0: So, I, I mean, anyone could win the Big Ten at this yeah. point, right? <laughs> they're the so good. But they are... I mean, when they're playing well, that, that this team is tough to beat, right? Like, they, they routinely score, like, 80-plus points, right? So...
1: Yeah, like I said, the the poor free throw shooting across the board and and the – I don't even want to say excessive turnovers for them because Illinois is a team that because they play a little bit fast and loose, like they're always going to have a lot of turnovers. Yeah. But the large amount of fouls which caused some of their better players to have to go to the bench quickly Hmm. and the really, really just terrible free throw shooting for them. The door was left wide open. Yeah, this – yeah, which, as a Purdue fan, you're like, oh, well, when they're not playing well, this is the advantage you want to take. As a neutral, this team is probably 12, 13 points better than Purdue on any given night. Yeah. If, if both teams play properly.
0: Of course. Yeah, play their their normal style. Their
1: normal style. <laughs>
0: or, or Yeah, their average. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, though, is it was nice to see, and we mentioned this when it was happening, Aaron Wheeler. He hit. hit I mean, he he hit a couple threes, which is always good to see, and I I really hope that it he becomes more consistent because it does make a huge difference when he's hitting and when he's not. It really does.
1: Well, and also he he gives a lot of other stuff to Purdue. That if he wasn't such a liability shooting wise, you you want to have him on the floor more because mm-hmm. I do think, as much as we love Mason Gillis, I do think Wheeler gives you more in other respects than mm-hmm. gillis so i would like to have him in the starting lineup over gillis but until he becomes just less of a black hole offensively mm-hmm. you know that's not really possible yeah and the same thing with with Jaden ivy right i would love to have him play more minutes but until he figures out the sh- i mean not that eric hunter shot any better and the thing to is be like, well, with, like
0: ivy, <laughs> with ivy the last i mean the last couple of games you saw great stuff from him off the bench so like this game yeah he was 0-4 from the field, right? So he didn't have a great game. But I'm not mad that we gave him playing time, right? Because he did no. play well the last couple games, right? That's just how it yeah. goes. Unfortunately, people are going to have nights like this. The one person that I am, you know, that you would really like to see more from is Eric Hunter. because yeah, he, had a he, he had a bad night he in the had office bad today. 0-6 I mean, from the field, didn't score, three turnovers, three fouls, four boards, four assists, two steals. So, I mean, that side is, is decent, but if you're the starting guard, you've got, you got to get on the board. I
1: think it's also, I noticed, and, and I think the, the commentating team brought it up as well. When the had a run when he wasn't really shooting well, he, he missed a few in a row. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he was like kind of taking a back seat and he was distributing a lot more yeah. and he racked up some assists. And if you're, if you're Eric Hunter and it's just not your night shooting the rock, you got to sit back a little bit and just flick it around. But I think the issue is that, Every team needs that one guy who can break that first line of the defense. And Purdue, we still haven't found that. And I as know. much as we want it to be Jaden Ivy, he hasn't he's not really there showed yet. it either. Well, right? he's not yeah, there he's not yet. There and he's yet. still a freshman,
0: right? Yeah. And the thing is, like, we got spoiled with Carson because at any given, any time we needed it to, Carson Edwards he could break that guy could, down and yeah, go. Yeah, could break a defense, right, and just drive, right? Any given, any given moment, he could do that, right? So we got spoiled for a little while, and now we don't really have a guy like that. And I think Painter's also trying to shift the offense away from doing that because he knows there isn't a guy that does that exceptionally well. Right. Cause yeah. our, our offense essentially at this moment is pass it around the key a couple of times.
1: Some dribble put it in, off.
0: No, but yeah, put it into Travion, right. If there's something if they pull the double team in, kick it out and get a shooter open. If not let Travion go one-on-one, like that's kind of our offense for the most part right now. Yeah. So uh, I think I that's wish... part, part game plan, uh, yeah. part not, I mean, Personnel. I like that
1: Painter tried to give Morton some minutes. I just wish that. He, I know he's a passer, and that's his thing. But usually, being a passer comes along with being a great ball handler, and he hasn't really shown that either. But, like, and you it's want. Like, and also, you want to have a three. Like, just. But we, you want I him want to do more. Because, yeah.
0: like, right now, all he is out there is Grady Eifert before. We figured out what Grady Eifert could do, right? You know what I mean? Just like a guy out there who doesn't record any stats, who just basically sets picks, plays defense, and passes the ball. But well, I mean, he was know, a highly rated recruit, around. right? That's not yeah. Ethan Morton. Well, like just that. like I, I don't know if it's coaching or I don't know if it's game plan or I don't know if like it's him just just des- deciding I don't want to you know score right. I just want to move the ball around, right? I. I would love to see him just be, like, a little more aggressive, whether that's drive, whether that's take a shot. stuff. I just want to see yeah, something. We don't even
1: know if he's good or bad at it because he just hasn't tried it, right? Yeah.
0: I, I it, just it, want to see a little bit more because, again, all he, the only stat he registered tonight was one assist and two fouls. Didn't take yeah. a shot. No steals, yeah. no blocks, no turnovers, no rebounds.
1: Yeah, and it's not like he's, you know, some walk-on or something. No, like no, he, no. He was a, what, like a four-star, four-star recruit from exactly. a good basketball area. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know the guy can play mm-hmm. or at least do something, right?
0: Yeah, I think again, I think it's all still part of trying to figure out where everybody stands in the rotations, right? Because yeah. it's we, he's in a weird spot where we don't really have a spot for him right now. Because again, he's like a forward guard combo, and he we can't have defend forwards. We have a so... ton of guards, and we have two forwards that are needed, right? And he's still kind of like playing a backseat to to those yeah. two positions, so.
1: Well, I'll be brutal. The only reason that the, the, what Mason Gillis has over him is is that Mason Gillis can defend forwards. Yeah, I mean Mason and, Gillis and is Morton bigger can. than
0: him and yeah. probably more athletic, if I had yeah. to say. Um, and he's a great defender, right? And yeah. he's shown so far this season that he's willing to just kind of get gritty and get yeah, in there. Yeah, I mean, he's
1: he's a, he's a a decent defender. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna say he's Tony Allen, but he's a decent <laughs> defender
0: uh brandon newman that, really impressed me though who uh
1: brandon newman i mean yeah i mean
0: newman looks smooth he looks good i you know it's there's time he he took over that first couple minutes coming out of half and purdue looked awesome so i kind of wish he would kind of just assert himself the rest of the game and just be like yeah. listen we're winning this game you know and if i have to do it i have to do it i wouldn't mind that right like feed the hot hand that's what we did with carson yeah and I'm not well, saying like Brandon like, Newman's Carson find, Edwards we have right to now. Find,
1: we have to find that next lead guard. Because well, we have to
0: we have to find a guy that if we need to, we can give him the ball and say, listen, we need <laughs> you to have a big game because we're down and the rest of the team's struggling. Go have a big game. We don't care if you take twenty shots, right? Yeah, that's what we had with Carson. That's and what if we that's lose, what DeSumo you know what? is that's for fun. Illinois.
1: That's what Dasumu is for Illinois.
0: But uh, yeah, I mean, you look at I'm looking at the stats <coughs> right now. Purdue didn't have a field goal in the last four minutes and eleven seconds, right? I mean, yep. again, these kind of extended periods where they either get really hot or ice cold. Yeah, they were one for their last eight. You want yeah, you want to make those smaller, the the cold the cold streaks. Right, let me make that clear uh so i mean again not the prettiest game a good team against illinois an eight point loss to illinois still looks good um i'm not worried this team's fine i mean again we outscored them in the second half the first half really ended up kind of being the difference Rough at the
1: end yeah
0: uh, that was the difference the first half purdue outscored illinois in the second half which you can't be mad at even though they had this the cold streak uh next game is tuesday they go back to mackie and they play Nebraska. now this is a game this is a
1: team you have better personnel than you got to win
0: yes you you've got to win this is one of the few i I mean again i i don't want to say weaker opponents in the big 10 because this year anything could happen but it is one of the weaker teams in the big 10 when it comes to personnel um and it's it's at mackie i know there's no home home court advantage technically this year but you've got to
1: still they shoot better on the I don't know if it's the rims or whatever it is who knows
0: what it is but I mean it's the place you practice so it makes sense but it's a game they really got to win and the thing is again you've lost two straight now Rutgers Illinois both ranked teams it seems worse than it is because again both those teams are really good I mean Rutgers just took Iowa toe-to-toe almost pulled that one out um and Iowa's one of the best teams in the country. So you're sitting at two and three in the big 10 right now. And you have a chance to go back to 500, right? And the, let's see the next couple games for Purdue again. So Nebraska on Tuesday, then they go to go to Michigan state. Who's very good. And then, and then it's IU, right? Which is, we all know that is a big game. So Purdue has three of their next four games are teams that I would say they have better personnel than. So this is a, huge opportunity for Purdue to go to 500 and hopefully, you know, get a little bit of cushion above 500.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, Nebraska's putting up a similar amount of points to Purdue per mm-hmm. game, but they're allowing a lot more. They're not as good of a shooting team. Mm-hmm. Um, there again, they're kind of a one man show, right? With Teddy Allen. Yeah. Um, and, He doesn't really have a lot of. I mean, Delano Banton is okay, but it's not a team where you're looking down the roster and you're like, oh my God, there's just future NBA players everywhere. No, no. We do have better personnel no matter how inexperienced. And the thing is,
0: Nebraska's statistics are misleading because, you know, Nebraska's, the teams that Nebraska are playing are not the same caliber as a lot of the other teams in the Big Ten, right? So some of these, some of the stats come against against lower opponents so you know it may be deceiving because they have a guy on their team that averages more points than any guy on purdue but you know i again i still would say purdue has the better personnel
1: yeah i mean in the in the big 10 they got beat by about 15 by wisconsin about 10 by michigan they got crushed by ohio state i mean just <laughs> yeah 90 late, to 54 waste to yeah and so uh, they're playing Michigan State right now. Michigan State somehow still ranked seventeenth, yeah, despite being. 0-3. I mean, I don't know who is in charge of ranking these teams. Uh, college right? basketball <laughs> rankings are always all over the place, but
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a team that Purdue should win. Yes, should should win against. Uh, like you said, they have better personnel. And, there there yeah, aren't many excuses yeah. to drop. And even
1: though we don't want to, you know, put too much expectations because Purdue the youngest team in the Big Ten, baby boilers, yada yada yada. Here we have expectations. Purdue, right. no, you it's have like to go and win this game. Yeah, you have better personnel. It's a better coach team. You have arguably the best player in this matchup. Actually, not even arguably. You have the best player in this matchup <laughs> in Travion. Like, let's roll the ball out. You well, know, it's also
0: like. Maybe I don't want also, this to be
1: a heart attack. Like, win this game and move on. Like, well, I mean, I'm sorry if that's you're asking mean, you're asking for too but much. like, that's yeah, the but truth. you're asking for
0: too much, right? If you've ever watched Purdue sports, you know that yeah. there's never nothing's ever I easy, all right? I know, but um, no, it but would still. be. It's, this is a perfect opportunity to make a statement game, right? Win by a margin, get some confidence, especially going shoot well, please. Especially going into Michigan State, which will be a tough game, but clearly, as we've seen this season, they are beatable. So. It's a, it's I've said this every episode I think, but it's a big stretch as every every game will be in the Big Ten just because it's so competitive. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have the recap for that game that's on Tuesday, so we'll have that recap Wednesday. Uh, until then, we'll be recapping uh, th- this weekend in the NFL, and uh, we'll be talking more NBA later on next week as well. So. Stay tuned for all that, and until then, we'll see you next time.